Hello, Joshua, and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Ray Quasner. Ray Quaza? Ray Quasner? I don't know. You never really take advantage of the ner. I guess you can. It was tough. It was a tough one this week. I wanted to do the the big legendaries we faced off against. Yeah. So I had to figure out how to and and the next name. I'm and I'm joined by my co-host, Fioxis. Deoxys. That felt Deoxys. Yeah. I don't know. Deoxys. That felt better than Rayquazosh. So I was like, okay, well, I got to figure out how to make my name Rayquaza. Okay. Okay, Joshua Fielstead. We play through every single Pokemon game, gym by gym, week by week. We are We're in about done with this one. The end game of Oras. You notice my little life hack there? If you call it Oras, you never have to remember what the. Yeah modifiers before ruby and sapphire a little late in the game to figure out that life hack but better late than never chasing waterfalls as you said did you say that no but we are yes we've uh we've received the waterfall hm actually we got it ages ago it's a prereq of evergrand city yeah but we didn't get to do anything with it other than ascend into evergrand evergrande so far so yeah this week all that we did was Get a hell of a lot of use out of that HM and a hell of a lot of use out of the Eon Flute. Yeah, kind of, uh, I don't know. I think <sighs> Ruby and Sapphire were the first games. No, I was about to say, I always say this. Ruby and Sapphire were the first games that have really robust end games, but that's not true because they put all of Kanto into <laughs> Gen 2. Even if it was a shell of its former self, it still feels like that is maybe the most robust this had so much promise, though, Joshua. They teased us last week. It has its own subtitle, Delta Episode. They're like, congratulations on beating the game, but now you have to beat the Delta Episode. It's got a title card that like fades in elegantly. My hopes are sky high, Joshua, headed into this week. Oh, me too. I never played this when I played Omega Ruby this first time. Yeah. I just didn't even bother. And, uh... Maybe I never should have. How do you want to tackle the Delta episode? Because it's quite a it's quite a journey, and it's not a very mm, how do I put this delicately fun <laughs> experience. No, I think the text I sent you at like eleven p.m. last night or like Monday was the Delta episode is so miserable. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just kind of shuttling back and forth between like. Moss Deep and Rustboro. Yeah. And like Little Root. We can give you a synopsis and a couple of the highlights of the set pieces and the battles, but it is the fetch questiest fetch quest that there is. Yeah. They don't really introduce anything, any new terrains other than space, to be fair. Yeah. And the Sky Pillar. And Sky Pillar is so boring. Everything else is just like, go to all these places that you've already been and basically just talk to some old bag and then like get one item and maybe fight a trainer. It smash cuts us into a cutscene when we um, wake up from beating the Elite Four and, and destroying May, where we see that there is an asteroid yeah. hurtling towards the planet, a meteoroid. Yeah. I think it's called a meteoroid when it's going to hit the planet. Yeah, I think they were calling it a meteoroid. <laughs> I think that's right. I think it's an asteroid if it's in space and a meteoroid if it's on track to hit or has hit Earth. Meteoroid. Oh, that's the difference. I think that's the difference. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, and we're introduced to some idiot called Professor Cosmo, who's like <laughs> a madman. He's just like, 
He's got like his tether to reality is just so thin. <laughs> you look at his illustration on Bulbapedia from the trading card game and he just looks like a total whack job. <laughs> He's like on the ground, like fiending over, drooling over some little meteorite. Piece of dirt. Yeah. Professor Cosmo in our cutscene reveals that it is a six mile or six kilometer giant. Huge. Giant meteoroid he's like calling the shots for the foreseeable future i guess we met him in fall arbor town but he wasn't that notable and then he somehow gets oh he's become the entire subplot he's become quite a feature in our lives joshua in the squirts lives yeah because he controls the means of production the meteorites and you can use the meteorites to um shift between different how do i say it forms Mm mm-hmm of a certain Pokemon. Oh, you mean... But we'll get to that later. Admiral Squirt and Admiral Mrs. Squirt. What? Is controlling their lives, Dr. Cosmo? Well, he's controlling our lives, yours and mine, because he's responsible for this whole Delta episode. He's the one who spots this meteorite hurtling toward a meteoroid. Yeah. Meteoroid when it's in space, meteorite when it's on the ground. How about that? That sounds right. Asteroid when it's flying not towards Earth. Shouldn't, shouldn't you know this? Towards yeah. Earth. Why would I know it? Mrs. Squirt just wrote a whole book about space. It's life. She wrote life a whole book space, about but, aliens. But you know, doesn't isn't there some sort of? Didn't this come she up? She does talk about meteoroids a little bit. Shouldn't yeah. you know meteoroid? Um, my dad's also. Well, never mind. Oh yeah, the meteorologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he should know a lot about meteors, right? Yeah. It that knowledge skips a generation. You come to after the Elite Four, and you overhear a conversation back in your house in uh, Papa Kotora's homestay. Yeah, yeah. His, like, sponsor parents. And uh, you overhear them downstairs, and your mom is upset because she, Norman had bought tickets for both of them to go see this meteor shower. Right. But he can't go because he's too busy. He's such a busy Pokemon trainer. They give you the tickets as a reward mm-hmm. for becoming the champion. You decide to bring May because apparently she's your girlfriend now. They very heavily suggest that she's your girlfriend now. Like you have a beautiful, like pretty romantic date at the Moss Deep Space Center at one point. Yeah. Like at the end of the Delta episode. The final scene is yeah. <laughs> just like fade to black as they presumably are about to, you know, make it happen. I hope not. Mr. Squirt's a married man. Yeah, I don't know how you explain this, Mrs. Squirt. God, it'd be like the next, it'd be like Ned. It'd be like, (laughs) he's like the Ned of the Hoenn region. Yeah, Admiral, God, I really thought Admiral Squirt was like a genuine wife guy, and then he just goes and can't resist May's feminine wiles. Yeah. So disappointing. Yeah, so you wake up, and then you leave, you you get another (laughs) cutscene, where it's like, you're seeing this young woman who's been dressed as a team aqua slash magma grunt this entire time and she like strips off her uniform and she's like finally like i could cut loose we can we can achieve our goals whismer because like her best friend is a whismer who calls her mom <laughs> yeah it's like mom 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 like uh uh okay but anyway she thought that the primal groudon and primal kyogre were going to be what prevented this asteroid from destroying earth Right, But now that I've prevented the primal legendaries, Mr. Squirt, Admiral Squirt has prevented them from achieving their goals. She's got to figure something else out. 
So cut to us, holder of the keystone, which makes mm-hmm. the mega bracelet work. Very complicated stuff here, people. <laughs> yeah. That's what she wants. She's going around trying to collect keystones. And I've got one. Anyone who has Mega Evolution, Wally's has a got one. Yeah. Maxi or Archie's got one. Archie, yeah. She's trying to swipe all of them. And then um, your character walks out of his house and you get like a super call. The buzz nav that just goes straight to your brain? Is that it? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, wa- like Steven gets on and he's like, hey, this is actually a feature that's built into all Devin phones, like buzz navs, where it's like, I can just talk to you whenever I want. And it's like, that doesn't have to be a feature. You can just call me. Like, it literally has happened like 10 times in this game. Like, I'll walk out of a building and like suddenly Professor Birch will just pop up in front of me and be like, hey, <laughs> like, just do that. You don't have to make up a new feature for your phone. Right. They, we got cell phones at this point. Yeah. It's 2016, for Christ's sake. You're essentially like, through some like convoluted, like, <laughs> Heard it through the grapevine, like overhearing people, you end up at Wally's house because <laughs> Matt is there. Remember Matt? Aqua Edmund Matt? Yeah, oh, Courtney for me. Yeah, you have Matt. That's right. He's there to steal Wally's keystone because I think Team Aqua slash Magma are also trying to collect keystones for some reason. For some other nefarious plot. Yeah, they were trying to like start over where now like at least in my game, Courtney's now giving it a shot. She's like, well, Maxie's old hat. I'm the new hat. So that's my game. It's Matt. But Matt's like a madman because Matt's whole thing is like, let the asteroid hit the earth. Yeah. It's like, what, man? If, if we can't turn it all into earth or we can't turn it all into ocean, just blow it all up. Yeah. <laughs> so the hunt is on for keystones. It's, it's Team Aqua Magma versus this weird woman who i will reveal now is named zinnia yeah and she's a she's a major player in the um in the end game here in the delta episode she's the main character can i do a trainer danger about her yeah i got some comments (laughs) she's bizarre She belongs to this crew called the drake draconids dracoids draconoid draconids yeah yeah who are an ancient race of like dragon training pokemon they're like the prototype of the dragon tamer pokemon trainer seemingly yeah and they were the first ones who encountered lord rayquaza who for a while i thought was just some guy yeah but i, I, I it's apparently assumed. uh rayquaza who was a lord Ooh, can we talk about mega rayquaza for a second because we see him this week and he is good looking mega rayquaza is an improvement mega rayquaza looks great yeah, it's very festive. It's got lots of like flowy, like kind of Tron stuff. Yeah, his like Tron things like trail off of his body now. It's pretty cool. I liked it. Anyway, Trainer Danger, Zinnia, anytime she pops out her like battle animation, she does this like weird zombie shuffle. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> she's got like a ragged cape. Like her whole thing is like, yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm not of this world. She's a or wanderer. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm a wanderer. I'm an ancient one. He, she sort of like has vibes like that big, tall idiot from Yeah, XY. King AZ or whatever. Yeah. Uh, has she also been wandering the earth for 3,000 years? Maybe. Because we find out that they're not abandoning that crazy storyline from X and Y. They're doubling no, down it's, on it's it. it's deeply involved. <laughs> They're like, hey, you remember all that nonsense from X and Y? <laughs> it's back, baby. 
Yeah, it's because Zinnia is constantly going on and on about the like ideals versus truths crap that uh yeah what's his face N was N. obsessed with. Oh wait, that was that was black and white. Oh right, black and white, not X and Y. Well, anyway, that was coming back too. I remember her ranting about truths and ideals, but well, who was who was A Z? Where which game was A Z in? I thought it was X and Y, but no, that's it was X black and, and white. Was it? That's X and Y for sure. Was it? Because I think it was the same game that N was in. We just played these, Joshua. Yeah, X and Y. Oh, yeah. X and Y. Yeah. So was there black and white lore coming into this, too? I don't know if it was still Nabagasawara on this one, but maybe it was like, just copy and paste the truth and ideal stuff. These people are all crazy. Like, <laughs> I just remember I made a note here. I was like, don't, don't we know about truth and ideals? But that was N's yeah, thing, Yeah, that wasn't was it? N. And he's black and white. So I think they're just like, it's coming to a head. It's a culmination. All the lore... All the worst lore from all of these games. Heroes of truth and ideals. Smashing into the earth like a symbolic asteroid. Yeah. This is all at the culmination of the longest fetch quest in the world. Like two hours of eon fluting between Rustboro, Mossdeep, and, and like two other towns. And finally you end up at the Sky Pillar. And Wallace, for some reason, is the keeper of the Sky Pillar. <laughs> Yeah, well, so you find out that you need these specific meteorites in order to like somehow unlock like a the primal ability in your mega in your keystone to be able to like save the earth because yeah. you're trying to go and destroy this meteoroid. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're doing. And you have to go around to like meteor falls, you have to talk to another draconid who is revealed to be Zinnia's grandmother. So oh, she's right. at the very back of Meteor Falls. And she gives you a meteor piece, a pure one. Speaking of chasing waterfalls, you go up like eight yeah, you do. waterfalls to get to her. Yeah. Also, when we're talking about like Steven, like he's back there. He's deeply involved. But then every now and then- Even like, this old woman is like, oh, I love this silver haired fox. Oh, I know. She's like obsessed with Dreamboat. <laughs> like I, you're telling me. Every time things start to heat up and like things need to happen, Stephen Stone's like, sorry, I have to go back to Rustboro now. Right. Like you deal with it. You deal with this and then also come and meet me back at Rustboro, even though we've established at the very beginning of this Delta episode that I can just call you whenever I want. Yeah. Instead of doing that, I'm going to drag you all the way back to my office at Devoncorp and then I'm going to tell you like two lines and then I'm going to tell you to meet me somewhere else. It's infuriating. So you're you're chasing him around <sighs> and eventually it culminates in you needing to go hook up with Wallace to go down to the Sky Pillar, which is down oh, yeah. the, like water roots. Because Sky Pillar usually you're not allowed to get into. Because it's sealed. Previously it had been sealed. We always had access to it. But you couldn't ascend it, and only Wallace, as he is a, a descendant of the ancient people of Sutopolis. Cannot unseal it and let you. Oh, in. and Sutopolis also is deeply involved in this because the crater that Sutopolis is in was caused by the last asteroid that hit the Earth. Yeah, and that's where Groudon and Kyogre, right. I think, became primal forms. Yeah, yeah. But well, we've got parts of this. Oh God. And uh, Wallace, when you you he makes you fight him to make sure that you're worthy of going into the Sky Pillar. And when you fight him, he is now Sutopolitan. Sutopopolitan, yeah. Wallace, rather than gym leader. And he's got all water types. He's got six types now. I mean, Admiral Squirt, I think, would be pretty impressed with this team. Oh, yeah. We were we were mixing it up. I didn't love the Ludicolo. Tentacruel, Ludicolo, Wishcash. 
Gyarados Melodic. You swap that Ludicolo out something else and you got you got yourself a winning team. Yeah. Um, I made pretty quick work of him. Yeah, his Pokemon are still all lower than in, they're in their mid-50s, so. Yeah, once you've defeated Wallace, he opens the gates to Sky Pillar for you. There's nothing in here. There's no wild Pokemon. There's no trainers. You just walk up a ramp and you're at the top of the pillar. Zinnia just tells you this batshit story at each level. Yes, a very long extended cutscene at each level explaining this history of it's the destruction and rebirth like Ragnarok. Groudon and Kyogre needed somebody to balance them because they kept fighting and like causing disaster upon disaster across the world. Uh, and then an asteroid comes every now and then too. <laughs> and then it's Lord Rayquaza's the answer. Lord Rayquaza is the one who brings balance to them. And that's what we're here to do. That's what Sky Pillar is here for. It's it's here to summon Lord Rayquaza. So we do. Well, we don't. Zinnia does. Yeah, because she's the Draconid. But she doesn't have what it takes. She doesn't have the chops to run a, a Mega Rayquaza. She keeps hitting the button on her keystone bracelet, and it's just like, boop, 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 boop. And then she's like, oh, I guess for some reason you have to do it. We're the, the Neo here. Yeah, and then they literally steal my joke. Because you feed the Megastone to Rayquaza. Yeah, he laps it up. <laughs> and it, he turns into Mega Rayquaza, and he looks fantastic. Just dynamite. Yeah. Oh, I also wanted to say the Sky Pillar track. I was, like, listening to this part because I was like, oh, it's the finale. I got to have the music back on. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. It's a banger. And then you have to capture him. I kept arguing with Zinnia. I was like, he's not on the list. Yeah. She was like, I know, but you have to capture him. That's how we beat the game. Bobby specifically said, I don't like this snake. So <laughs> when I first encountered it, I had Gardevoir up front. And then I did Mega Gardevoir. And then I did Moonblast. Yeah. And killed it in one hit. Couldn't even see the HP bar. And I was like, great. Yeah. So that's averted. I don't, I don't know. Like, doesn't that... Uh, Earth's fine. Yeah. And then it just brings you back to the last screen and it's like, he's here again. <laughs> yeah, so we had to capture it. You have to catch it. But they make it pretty easy. Then I used um, Bioplume, put it to sleep, and then I had Dazzling Gleam on that bad boy. Did a couple of those, got it into the red, and I caught it with an Ultra Ball in the first one. Wow. But I guess, like, it should be easy to catch. I don't, I was like, did they just make it easier because it's part of the story? Or did you actually have to, like, throw a bunch of balls at it? I got it down to red. And put it to sleep with Sing, Altaria Sing, and caught it in one Ultra Ball. Okay. I think they just made it easy. So they do just we also, want it like, to be easy. We also are good at catching Pokemon, you know? I'll do a quick Pokechecks yourself about Rayquaza. The Omega Ruby Pokedex entry says that Rayquaza has lived for hundreds of millions of years. Okay, well. That just. Feels like overkill. Like, make up your mind on these Pokemon. Like, the, every every time they introduce some new, like, mythical Pokemon, it, like, outdoes the last one. Like, we already... Arceus is already God. And now you're like, yeah, but, like, Rayquaza's been here since the beginning of time. Right. Like, what's the timeline here? Like, 
what, who came first, Rayquaza or Arceus? I don't know because <laughs> she also says Rayquaza is like a god. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's Lord Rayquaza. Zinnia. The Alpha Sapphire one says that it flies forever through the ozone layer and consuming meteoroids for sustenance. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why would it need to fly through the ozone layer to do that? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If I were Lord Rayquaza. So that's where we summoned him from on top of Sky Pillar. We're just like, come down here now. I guess Sky Pillar is tall enough, even though it only felt like it was like five stories to me. Yeah. Is tall enough to reach heaven. Rayquaza, <laughs> who's up in the uh, ozone layer munching on meteoroids Meteor- meteors he demands a spot in your team you have to send a pokemon to your box to, so that rayquaza can have a spot pushy yeah and then zinnia insists on fighting and she has my you make me barf pokemon of the week oh do tell well this surprises me because i wouldn't have thought this was the case but it is the case mega salamence Interesting. Now you look at Mega Salamence and you look at the art on Bulbapedia and you're like, Tanner, what are you talking about? Mega Salamence is cool. I thought it was pretty cool. It's got this like crescent moon, like wings, like a jet. It looks super aerodynamic. Where'd its arms go? (laughs) If I remember correctly from the animation, I thought that it made it look like, or it implies at least that it kind of like tucks its arms into this little like bulletproof vest thing that it puts on i don't know it looks sort of looks like its arms like are like i gone. think you could see the claws in there on the illustration it's t- kind of strange I-, I mean i'll give you that in the game sprite it looked off it looked like it didn't have arms i like it conceptually also it looks a lot better than salamance does in this game because salamance is just the same sprite it's had like since the very beginning except it was just floating, so it still had like its four legs on oh, the yeah, like it's planted, like, but it's, it's just, just like a air. couple of feet yeah. into the air. <laughs> so it's like okay, well at least Mega Salamence is like I don't like what they did to with its arms floating in the air like properly. Well, I have a backup here in the same team that Zinnia has, and it's Gudra. Fucking say it! <laughs> I thought Gudra was gonna get a pass because you were distracted with the Mega Salamence. So drippy uh, in this we, uh, modern age, in this modern this. game. We all like Gudra, except so you. So gloopy, so drippy. Wasn't it like 75% of bug catchers in the poll said that Gudra was a sweetie? Yeah. You're very wrong on this. You're all going to be on the wrong side of history. It's so gross. It's goopy. It drips goo. It like creates little puddles of snot it underneath it believes sprite. in itself like it's not trying to be gloopy and drippy and get slime all over people otherwise a pretty rad that's just how it is that's how it was made pretty rad team it's a cool team tyrantrum noivern altaria noivern i still got to figure out how to run a noivern i think those things look cool as hell yeah i re- i really want one of those but yeah and then the delta episode's over oh uh, <laughs> what <laughs> Oh, no, sorry, it's not. No, no, no. There's a whole other set piece, which is now you have Mega Rayquaza. You put you put on your Aqua Suit, which apparently is rated for space travel. Yeah. And hop on the back of Mega Rayquaza. In my case, it was the Magma Suit. So when I was thinking of it, I was like, this is like wearing the Goron tunic like <laughs> into in space. space. <laughs> it's like all that this was proved is that it could like withstand thousands of degrees yeah but what i'm suddenly taking this thing into space mine was just for breathing underwater well i guess space is cold that feels a little bit better you're not up there long though because you rocket up to space on the back of mega rayquaza you find the asteroid it turns out it's a giant floating like triangle monolith yeah 
and out from behind it come a bunch of squiggly arms. It looks pretty cool. It's a cool like sequence. Yeah. And then out from behind the big triangle pops Deoxys. And then you fight it with Mega Rayquaza. And then you catch it because it's on Mrs. Squirt's list. I don't know that I had Deoxys rated, although I like that it was on um, on her list. Yeah. I caught it just because I was going by the unwritten rule that it's like... You got to catch the legendary. I might need this for whatever reason. I had the Master Ball. I hadn't used it yet, so I just caught it. Kind of a pain in the catch, honestly. One, one of my harder catches. Yeah, it's level 80. I didn't have the Master Ball. <laughs> oh... That's scary. I would not want to, to deal with it. And this. it knows recover. So even if you do get it get it down to red, it just heals itself. It took some doing. A lot of a lot of sings. And sing is so inaccurate too. I know, it sucks. It misses like constantly. But Altaria also knows roost, so I can like sit and sling swings, and even if they miss and I could take a lot of hits, I can just then roost and recover. Oh also Rayquaza bursts the the meteoroid in half and it's really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. I don't know how you'd rank Delta episode in terms of deep impact versus Armageddon. Me- Meteor-based movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like meteor threat films. I think Armageddon's the best because it's got... <sighs> don't want to close my eyes by... Because you don't want to miss a thing. Aerosmith on the soundtrack. Sure. Yeah, don't want to miss a thing. Deep impact is the thinking man's Armageddon. Well, and I'll, I'll take it, you know... <laughs> If you can, you can keep your deep impact. I'll take my arm again any day. Which one? Uh, remind me, Josh. Which one's in the Criterion Collection? I forgot it that you had that point last time. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm gonna write John Criterion or whatever, <laughs> and make a good case for how I'm looking at the list. A deep I impact. Don't see deep impact anywhere outrageous that armageddon would get criterion collection before deep impact probably outrageous to be frank that either of them would get it but i'm just gonna delta episodes certainly would not get it i'm gonna mention it now even though it's a two-part sequence oh my god the second part happens later um i feel like i should discuss this now because it did oh my god hurt in sort of a an unimaginable way when it happened, but... Oh, my God. What type is Deoxys? Psychic. Yeah. What's psychic vulnerable to? Ghost, dark... And? And? Bug. Bug. So I came to this battle prepared. Mm-hmm. I had been leveling my Sweet Masquerade, Lower Pond, trying to get it up to 70, so I have some options for our final battle, and I thought this was a ringer. Masquerade was at the front of the party. I was going into a big battle with a... Psychic type Pokemon. Oh no, Tanner. Oh no. Level 80. And I think at the time, Masquerine was like 68 or 69. Like Masquerine? A gross like moth versus a, a mutated alien virus? Is that what it is? Yeah, I read on the on Bulbapedia that Deoxys is some sort of alien like virus that somehow over the years like mutated to become sentient and highly intelligent. That's fucking cool. So anyway, she knows this move called Quiver Dance. It's a great move. It makes me really strong and fast. Quiver Dance slaps, yeah. Yeah, and I always start with a couple of Quiver Dances. Sure. So I did that this time, Quiver Dance. And then Deoxys did a move called Hyper Beam and killed me in one hit. Kill Masquerade in one hit. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. 
And then I guess because I'm going to sing a, a song about it. The surskit line got you in the end. <laughs> I know, right? There's no way. I don't know what I was thinking. No, I have no idea what you were thinking. I thought bug was strong against psychic. I it is, fine. but what kind of bug move were you going to use? You were going to try use your little fell stinger against this alien? No, bug buzz. Bug buzz. <laughs> 90% power, 100% hit rate. Yeah. It didn't come to that, though. I didn't get that opportunity, Josh, because he killed me in one hit. No, you did not. I should mention, too, that I was on the SS title later after we saved the Earth. Um, we go and we get on the SS title, and I um, was in a double battle with oh god a couple of young lovers. Oh god! <laughs> and you wouldn't believe it, Josh, but Don fan Italianized my my Don fan um, did earthquake, <laughs> and I didn't. I guess I didn't realize how hard it was going to hit Mystic, my Tentacruel. Oh my god! Who had already taken a hit that turn from I believe an earthquake. You know, from Tauros. Uh, perhaps you don't. Ground is super effective against poison. So found that out the hard way. Mystic, my tentacle also died at the hands of my oh own Don fan. God. You can imagine how embarrassing that is. Yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> Which I have to just mention because it's part of the song. Should I sing it now? And you steered into the whole thing when I told you not to about not losing another Mon because I didn't. I was humble. Would you like to hear my musical eulogy to these two beautiful Pokemon who have been on my team since the very beginning? I would like to hear it. You can. After this break. Nicely done. Nicely done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Josh, welcome back. Bug catchers, welcome back. I was about to serenade you, um, or I guess like dirge you. It's I think it's a dirge, right? With a, a pretty touching song about the death of my masquerade and um, tentacruel. Wow. Lower pond and mystic. Wow. Okay. May I? Mm-hmm. If everyone can please um, remove your hats and please rise. Get my lighter out. Here we go. Goodbye, masquerade. Guess I'll see you in heaven. Because you were slain by aliens in heaven. Been friends so long I wrote this song Cause Deoxys is so damn strong Now you're in heaven Not so fast on fun Don't send Mystic to heaven 
buried him in land Tentacruels up in heaven He did a wave You did earthquake Never thought that he'd be slayed Now he's in heaven Long song. Yeah. Know where it's going next. Double battle down, trouble on the breeze. Now I'm one sad squirt. Have me begging, please. Dioxine. Now it's kind of a long instrumental, and I do have one more verse after oh, this. Okay. So I'll talk over it and just explain a few things about the song. <laughs> Is that an original? When I said he did a wave, no, it's Eric Clapton's Tears in Heaven. And I, I have an interesting factoid about that, too. Sorry, it's blasting. I can barely hear you. He wrote it about his son, who I think died very young as a child, as a baby, after falling out of a window. Whoa. So it's inappropriate for this show altogether. Now there's no more. At peace, I'm sure Cause I know There'll be no more Pokemon in heaven Cause it's the last episode, I can't lose anymore, right? Yeah So, when I said he did a wave, you did Earthquake I was talking to Don Fan Because prior to Don Fan hitting Tentacruel with the Earthquake Tentacruel did hit him with a surf uh, this is mayhem. <laughs> you certainly knew that that was super effective. That could have killed Don Fan too. It didn't, but the earthquake did kill Tentacle. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was Eric Clapton's Tears in Heaven. I think once you hear it, you'll uh, really hear how beautiful of a rendition that was. Well, I'm touched. Even just the spoken word version that I got, I'm touched. Yeah. Beautiful trivia. Yeah, two. Rest in pedals. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, and I've... I guess we'll get to this later, too, but I've known for weeks. Have you? <laughs> uh, and I just had to sit on it. I just had to sit on this sorrow. I had to quietly mourn while still celebrating the life I... The masquerade and the um, tentacruel I knew. The vibrancy of their life, you know? Yeah, who would have thought one of those double battles would get you again, even though it was you getting me you. Me doing it to me. Technically, yeah. 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 Well... Rest in pedals. You guys were great. I don't know how we can continue on. Cause I know there'll be no more Pokemon in heaven. That's it for the Delta episode. Yeah, they do a quick wrap up after all the slamming A and all the talking that we just did of like, Oh. Courtney and Matt reconcile with Maxie and Archie and they're like, you know what? Maybe I was going too far and maybe we should just like not be an evil syndicate anymore. Yeah, they're still going to be a team. They're, just they're a team, but they're just like buds. It's like us. 
Steven and Wallace have like, I thought kind of a sexually charged conversation. Oh, you thought it was sexual? What did they say? They're like, you know what? There's still much more that we need to like go out there and learn about. And I can't wait to experience it with you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Do we, uh, will there be an episode about that as well? And this is also where we see the cutscene between your character and May. So it's yeah. like romance the whole, is in the air. The whole wrap up of Delta episode is rather sexual. Yeah. And then you wake up once again in a cold sweat in your bed. <laughs> Uh, you go downstairs, dad and mom are there. I think he's already given us the tickets to the SS title, right? Yeah. Previously he had, or one of the other four times we woke up in a cold sweat. In Little yeah, Hotel. you can do this. You do it the first time and you get the tickets then. And like, you can go out onto Route 101, which is what we're about to do. Yeah, yeah, you could yeah. do it twice, basically. You do it twice. It's It's pretty funny because both it's times funny. when you leave your house, you hear someone yelling help. And you run out to the route, the first route, Route 101. Where we first got our starters saving Professor Birch from a Puccina. Yeah. The second time he is being terrorized by... A shroomish. A shroomish. Yeah. And you, he gives you the choice of a um, Johto starter. Yeah. Johto. Yeah. It's Johto because I chose Totodial. Oh, I did Totodial as well. I just had to box it because it's not on Mrs. Squirt's list. I just took it. I like Totodial. And then the next time you come into Route 101, Professor Birch is being terrorized again, this time by one of those, like, machokes. It's a machoke with a box, and yeah, this one is very funny, because Birch is being chased around by a machoke with a box, and then you have to choose again, and I went with Tepig. Unova starter. It's a Unova, yeah. I also went with Tepig. And then after you get it, you never have to fight the other Pokemon He's like, oh, it turns out that this Machoke is just from the Machoke Postal Service. <laughs> like, yeah. Politely giving him a package. What? Machoke Postal Service? Was it the beginning of this game that there was all the Machokes helping you move in? Or was it the beginning of last yeah, year? Yeah, but they were they were movers. So the Machokes really have, this is like a new conglomerate on the scene. There's a whole like. Machoke Postal Service. Cast system. Like there's a whole like Machoke underclass. Your mom's like, they like it though. I'm like, do, <laughs> do they? What are they like, Mom? What What is going on here with the Machokes? I had repressed all this with the Machokes. It's so wild how much of the good stuff they kept for the end game. Because your mom has an amulet coin that she gives you. Oh, yeah, apparently. Because her dialogue, if you click into her again, after she gives you some kind of it, she gives you a mega oh, stone yeah, of some kind. Oh, yeah, she gives you... Um... I don't remember which one it is. She but, if you you but if you click on her again, then she's like, oh, I heard that you defeated dad. Like, here's an amulet coin. Yeah. So apparently if we had gone back after Norman's <laughs> gym, because I was like, I was thinking about that. I was like, usually I have like 800, if fault. not like maxed out money by now. And I had 300,000. I was like, where the hell's that amulet coin? And then they also she had it the whole time. We were about to head to the SS title, which is where the leftovers have been hiding this entire time. Yeah. So late to get leftovers. I didn't realize I was missing it until I got it. I was like, oh, right. <laughs> I have been missing you. So, yeah, we got the two starters, and now we're headed to the SS title because we have two tickets, or we have a ticket. I don't know. <laughs> this one's solo. We're not going with our girlfriend. Yeah, I don't know where she is. <laughs> I don't own her. It's an independent woman. It runs back and forth between Lily Cove, Slateport, and the Battle Resort. So that's that's kind of the real... um 
destination is the battle resort. But there's plenty to do right here on the aboard the SS title too, Joshua. Yeah. It only works on the routes between Slateport and Lily Cove, right? I think if you take it to Battle Tower, it goes right to Battle Tower. Yeah, I did it. To be safe, I did it from Slateport to Lily Cove, and it activated. It opens with a cutscene. The three salty dogs are together again. Mr. Briny, Drake, and Admiral Squirt. You know? Uh, Just talking about the old days, life on the sea. I was going to ask you about that, because I noticed that Briny says he was promoted to be Captain Briny. Was that Admiral Squirt's? Yeah, promoted by me. Doing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're old friends. You know, we used to sail the high seas together. Yeah, good choice. Spent a lot of long, lonely nights together aboard the um, whatever Admiral Squirt's boat was from the first game. SSN, I think, was his original Captain Mr. Squirt's charge. Yeah. And now Captain Mr. Briny. Captain Mr. Briny, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On the SS title, yeah. And of course, Drake. What a delight. It's like the SSN. It's like boats of of games past. There's a bunch of trainers in here, and there's a bunch of items in here, including the leftovers. Um, If you happen to have a Blastoise, the Blastoiseite is in here. I'm not to rub it in, but young couple Leah and Jed that that Tentacruel died to, they have a mill tank and a Tauros level 51. Like, you didn't need to go as hard as you did. (laughs) Your Pokemon are like 20 levels above them. I know. They made love so, so hard after that. They're like, I can't believe we did it. I know. I think it was his Toro or his Tauros <laughs> delivered the first earthquake to me too. So is there anything else in here that was interesting to you? No. Just a meeting of the minds, really. Yeah. So we take it out to the battle resort, which is honestly pretty great. Yeah. It's robust. It looks great. And there's a lot to do out here. You go out with Wally. Or like Wally's there waiting for you. And he's like, let's do this together. And it's like, I, I guess so. I guess I can't lose this dweeb. <laughs> um, and you kind of get a little bit of a tour of the island before you're you're left here on devices. Uh, there's another Pokemon daycare out here. So you can level up even more Pokemon or breed even more Pokemon. Right. There's one guy out here who lo- like, I was tapping A pretty quickly. So I didn't hear what he said. But I think he said he was sniffing my Pokemon's feet. Because he then gave me the footprint ribbon. <laughs> oh, the, um, is, I think this is, uh, Dr. Footsteps' cousin, it must be? Yeah, it's the Collector, was his name. Yeah. And for some reason, he was inspecting my Pokemon's feet and gave me the footprint. You have to just back out before you can ask any questions <laughs> about what he's collecting. Uh, footprints. hmm And then we see, like, the origin story of, like, um... Looker out here too. Is it the origin story? I was just he he. I don't know. They gave us the origin story of of Mister O last week. The timeline. Fits. Yeah, and Looker's not. Looker is first prominent. I guess obviously now that I think about it in Gen Four. So yeah, this is his origin. He wa- You find him like washed up, like a castaway on the beach. Yeah, still looking very handsome. Handsome, so good looking. Yeah, but he's like tattered. And he's on the the beach and then like, he's like, where am I? And then some woman like picks him up and like drags him back to her beach hut. Yeah, bungalow to make love to him, I guess. And you can see him later in if you go visit the hut and he's like, I feel like I, I can't remember who I am, but I feel like I'm here on some kind of duty because he's always like chasing that. He's always chasing some criminal. Yeah, but we don't know who 
what he was looking for here. God, it's like the it's like the opening of a Bourne novel. Absolutely. Mysterious, handsome spy wakes up on the beach. A looker is the Bourne of Pokemon. Yeah. That's his origin. Oh, yeah. I was just rewatching all of those, although we still have to do Bourne Legacy when Matt Damon comes back into it. I don't think I saw anything past Matt Damon not being in them. There was one where they bring in Jeremy Renner, and then it, it's actually, I thought it was better than it was received. And then they were like, okay, no. And then they bring Matt Damon back. <laughs> we haven't gotten to that one yet, but great franchise in general. And then there are masters out here who each run like a different type of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yeah, that's it. There's the battle Maison. The battle um, Maison. Which we, Maison, which we, sorry, I forgot my French already. Uh <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's all like, there's a few trainers, you can get some levels, um, but any of the matches- Earn in, some BPs. Yeah, but we, like always, I did not have enough time to put into that. No, not our business. To get some more TMs and- We're not BP boys. Good stuff, but in general, this battle resort, this is um maybe the best one yet. Oh, and now that we've beaten the game and beaten the battle resort, Stephen Stone finally decides to settle back into the- the throne at the top of yeah pokemon league you know i didn't really understand that because like we're the champion i don't i didn't pop a cultura did not remember i think he's there's like giving a vassal. it back yeah i think he's there just as like to stand in for us when we're out and about yeah, yeah. okay we're important people um and now we can finally take on the elite four again at last yes and you have nothing to say about that huh uh well yeah i took them on at last yeah. If I recall correctly, someone mm-hmm. on this podcast last week mm-hmm. said that he or she, mm-hmm. probably he, mm-hmm. had run through the Elite Four, quote, several times. Yeah. Even though having gone through this leg now, I can't really, I don't think I could have gone up against the Elite Four immediately after having just gone up against the Elite Four Plus, I'm fairly certain at the levels you would have had right after the Elite Four the first time, you probably would have gotten crushed and they all would have died. Yeah. So Something had to happen between me taking on the Elite Four the first time and then me taking them on and you know what I think the it next is? several times. You know what I think it is? That something is someone being a mayor cheat. And I think it's a mayor cheat who's been caught red-handed because there's no way that you could have fought the Elite Four already. Like right after running the Elite Four, because now I know they insert the Delta episode in before you can fight them again. So I'm vindicated. Yeah. No obstruction. You're the you obstructed. <laughs> yeah, I beat the uh, I beat the Delta episode. You may have cheated and... <laughs> big time. This is like Secretary of Cheatsportation. <laughs> I beat the Delta episode and replayed the Elite Four several what times. What the fuck? Before last week. And then last week, you had the audacity to say all of your Pokemon were the level they were after you had already done the Elite Four again. Well, and I included two Pokemon on my team. Because they were all like seven levels above mine. I included two Pokemon on my team who were already dead. I can't believe this. The fidelity of our show is shattered. (laughs) Yeah, I just... You have to um, throw out the results of these level checks. Your level checks, not mine. I guess in my defense, you were on a lot of vacations. So you just kept playing, but you couldn't just own up to it. And you're just trying to blame it on me and pass the buck. I'm blaming it on myself. Yes, I, I may or cheated. Okay. I played ahead quite a bit this season. You heard it here, bug catchers. Well, at least in the last, the last like three episodes. That's so much mayor cheating. I had to. You didn't have to. I still pulled it off. I know. 
I know. Even with all my, all quote, all my vacations. <laughs> but we did it. We're here at the Elite Four. They're incredibly hard, much harder than they were last time. Yeah, these are like the best. They were very formidable. They all have a mega evolution now. Finally. Should have been like that in X and Y too. They all have six Pokemon, six different Pokemon. Yes. They all have access to the national decks. So they've got some more talent. And they're looking good. Yeah, these are like actual good teams. I got fooled once again by the Zoroark trick. Because Sydney <laughs> has a Zoroark now. Yeah. Absol became a Zoroark as soon as I hit it. And I was like, God fucking damn it, I hate that thing. I still don't understand how it works. And I refuse to figure it out. However, both runs at the Elite Four and just kind of in general is like Gardevoir is just like MVP, like just steamrolling so much shit. Oh, yeah. When it's in mega form, its special attack is like 300 now and it's fast. So I swapped it out to like keep things interesting. But like Sydney, for example, it's like Moonblast everyone. Like I had to use Elixir a couple of times to just like keep Moonblast up throughout all these battles. Yeah. But the teams were good. There were a couple of dicey moments. There were some real dicey moments for me, especially their fucking Mega Evolutions. As soon as their Mega Evolutions pop, like Mega Absol was mostly fine. Mega Sableye was mostly fine. Mega Sableye was very fine. And you know why? Why? Because it was Joshi Sweetie. There we go. Must have been, right? I've only gotten to interact with Mega Sableye when we've battled, so I haven't seen it in-game until now, and that is just perfetto. Yeah. As Papa Cultura would say, perfetto. Perfetto. Bobby liked it too. I like this Mega Sableye. First of all, he's very cute. I feel like he probably has a very good laugh. I bet he laughs sort of like deviously, maniacally in a way that's very funny. But it reminds me of um, the original app, uh, the I Am Rich app that was like $10,000 or $9,000 or $999 to buy on the original app store. And all it was was like a jewel that you had on your phone. And I like that he's just carrying that thing around and he's like, yeah, I'm rich. So what? Who what? He's also a sweetie. Mega Glalie gives you a little bit of a run for your money. And then Mega Salamence is pretty tough, if not ugly. I mean, I still, this is Gardevoir, like was still one hit KO for fucking all of them. Yeah. In uh in Drake's team. I didn't lose anyone, but it's definitely a much harder battle than it was the last time we faced off against oh, yeah. them. Everyone is level seventy. No wait. They go up in levels. They're like yeah. between level Salamance seventy and level is seventy like five. Steven's highest is seventy nine. The Metagross Mega Metagross. Mega <laughs> Metagross is mega gross. Yeah. I hate that design. Well it's just like big mega metagross. Just like so like flips up on the only reason I I liked it was the nostalgia for that game Descent that we talked about where it looks like one of the ships in it. Yeah. And Carbink was in there, which was kind of a delight on Steven's team. Yeah. Um, So that's it. Yeah. Tough battle. I was impressed by them, but, uh, you know, pulled it off. Should we talk about our teams and then battle ourselves? Level check. So I lost Tentacruel and I lost masquerade oh yeah so i had to replace what's your final with someone what's your final kill count oh kill count is nine nine total two new this week six i was getting careless six i was getting careless because i didn't get too cocky and i didn't kill my own pokemon admiral squirt is collecting menagerie for his wife mrs squirt first up is bluey my mega altaria 
Level 74. Okay. Italian Ice, Don Fan, level 72. Sure. Prince Edward, Whale Lord, level 72. Nissan Leaf, Lantern, level 70. Dairy Baby, Mega Sableye, level 70. And welcome to the team, Noodles and Company. <laughs> God. Attack Form Deoxys, level 80. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I guess you had to just ship in fucking anything, but... Yeah. If I had lost a Pokemon, it definitely would have been like Rayquaza is who I shipped in, but <laughs> Except except Deoxys is on my list. Right. I don't I don't think I could have actually now that my I My only about two it. legendaries were Deoxys and Jirachi, and I don't think we can get Jirachi. No, it's event only. We love Noodles and Company. Great restaurant. Yeah. Great fast casual restaurant. And he's got noodle arms. Deoxys. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Why attack form? Because his attack goes through the roof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that's uh, straightforward. Let's hear about Papa Kultura's final team. Oh, I'm seeing you can get the Sinnoh starters if you go back to Little Root also. <laughs> One last time. I didn't. I did not. I should have. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Just while I'm on the page, like the conclusion of the Bulbapedia walkthrough for, which is we always use Bulbapedia as our like guide when we're doing the episodes. Yeah. The final sentences of the guide for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, Oras. Oras. So you get to the Sinnoh starters, you're chasing down Birch again. And it says, once you make your decision, it turns out that it was actually the professor's own wife who was chasing to whom he thought was a Pokemon. So anyway, this ends the main part of the walkthrough. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> Like a sentence fragment that doesn't make any sense. And then, all right. All right. Yeah, that's it. See you later. Ah, <laughs> uh, great. Anyway, respect. Respect to you, the author of that walk. Doing the whole damn thing. Couldn't pull it off. Who you got, Papa Cultura? Papa Cultura, who is, Hit me. who is on a tour of Hoenn to meet famous celebrities before reporting back on his famous podcast in Italy. Papa Cultura, pop culture. Stephanie G., Germanata, his countrywoman, Minectric, level 71. Kanye West, Gardevoir, level 72. Madonna, Swello, is my highest level, level 73. Barely ever use it, just coasting. But I am excited to show you its new moveset, because I didn't get to do that last week, oh, yeah. because we didn't battle, because somebody's team was too high of levels. And now we know that it wasn't because I was lazy. Channing Tatum, the Camerupt, which now has Camerupt-tite. Yeah. And I like it. We got, we got all the different tights this week. People are just throwing them at us. They really make it rain. I got a camera up tight this week. Yeah. And I, I guess I got the Sharpedo one too, Sharpedite, right? Sharpedite. Yeah. tight. Whatever. Camera ups level 71. Kate Winslet, the Vile Plume, has finally made her way up until up the ranks to level 69. Anything to say? Sex number. Yeah. And then Ezra Miller, Cacturn level <sighs> 70. Josh. I had Waylord around. I think Waylord made it to level 65 also, but in, in terms of... This is of, what's going to go down in the annals of history, Josh. I had to because it's because of you, because you got all these water types, although you have fewer now. I still think Cacturn is more useful against this team than a Waylord would be. Probably. But I I regret my choice, our choice to name I regret everything about Cacturn, it. Cacturn, Ezra Miller, but <laughs> you know what? I ended up reluctantly sort of liking Cacturn kind of good it's not quite a glass cannon it's more like a uh glass musket i would say so worse than a cannon yeah it's not as powerful <laughs> but it's still pretty good I, am i ever gonna run it again no and I've, am i ever gonna say ezra miller's name again no no certainly not yeah 
let's go battle. Okay. Bug catchers, we'll be back in a moment to tell you the results of our battle. It's sure to be a pitched one. Oh, we're leveling everybody to level 70, right? Yeah. We're finally going to make it even, even though they are basically close other than your level 80. But <laughs> um, he came as level 80. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't level him to 80. All right. We'll be back in a moment. Final round. Fight. Bad Josh is back. Yeah. He finally got you in the end. <sighs> Crush me. You absolutely destroyed me. Yeah. Your mega um, Gardevoir is unstoppable. I mean, I did stop it, but it took a long time. Yeah, you opened by slaughtering Swellow with in one hit Deoxy's psycho boost just absolutely slaughtered but I knew my only counter to Deoxy's was Gardevoir so I knew I had to just get it over with and I came in I mega evolved and then I just shadow balled you yeah and then uh tough to get Gardevoir out of there I mean you tore through like three guys Sableye with shadow ball also uh Lantern no I didn't kill Lantern no, it was... um. You tried using Lantern against Gardevoir. It was Whale Lord. With the signal beam, but it wasn't enough to deal with it. Whale Lord finally killed your Gardevoir with um, Heavy Slam. Yeah, I almost killed it because I put Thunderbolt onto Gardevoir for, to deal with your team specifically, although it's mostly not water anymore. Admiral Squirt has sort of uh, diversified his assets. And then you continued to tear through my team until you got to um, Lantern, and then your Manectric just kept making my Lantern healthier. Yeah, because you had um, whatever it's called, uh, Volt Absorb. Volt Absorb, And yeah. I like stupidly, although I thought it would still let me swap out, but I used Volt Switch with Manectric, and then that also buffed you, and then I didn't leave. And I was like, oh, I had to just swap. And it didn't let you swap out. Uh, and then I, I did... I really wanted this to happen, except I I wasn't actually sure I was going to win, but I brought in Vile Plume, and I made sure to end with Pedal Dance and pull off Rest and Petals, Tanner. Yeah. Rest and Petals, Rest and Petals, Admiral Squirt. Yeah, good fight. Do you want a rematch, or you feel... No, no, let's call it. I got nothing. I got nothing against that Mega Gardevoir. Kanye West, the Gardevoir, uh, was a monster. Yeah, that thing is a, a beast. You might say. I... I think only my second win. Definitely my poorest performance in this whole season, but I am glad to go out on a high note. Yeah, and I'm happy to... That's it for me. Happy to be a gracious loser, you know? <laughs> for once this season, am I right? <laughs> that's it. Joshua, that's it. That's the leg. That's the game. That's the season. We're out of here. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. And whatever sailors say, ahoy. <laughs> We are going to be back next week Yes, for a brief interstitial episode, finishing up our journey into the real region, the region of Brooklyn, New York, and central Connecticut. <laughs> uh, and we're going to have David Sims on to talk about our final episode of Pokemon Go. He's a big go head. Yeah. He um, encouraged us early on in our Pokemon Go journeys, and we've been quietly playing this entire time and we're yes. excited to come back and tell you about all of our misadventures over the last several weeks that's how i would characterize them and our massively overpowered teams <laughs> uh, and the yellow the yellow tsunami that continues to wash over my neighborhood we're all part of the yellow tsunami so that's funny yeah i think david is also a yellow team so yeah we'll we will come back to talk about that and then after that get your dang carts ready baby
because you got four games to choose from. Dealer's choice. We're talking sun. We're talking moon. Ultra sun. Ultra moon. Whichever one tickles your fancy. I'll be playing moon. And I'm doing ultra sun. I just won my bid on eBay to get that. Mm, congratulations. Uh, reasonably priced. Still. Yeah, I got a brand new one for 50 bucks. Wow. So people don't seem to care for this gen as much. We've heard a lot of chatter that people like it. Um, before that happens, we will publish a episode guide to let you know where we will be playing to and when so that you can play along if you'd like. And we will put how many episodes then? So we definitely will not be doing 10. We'll be doing more than that. We're going to be playing at a little bit more of a leisurely pace and prepare for the upcoming gens where it is not necessarily a gym per week. It's the Wild West. Yeah. So yeah, we will be there uh, week after next in what? What's the region called? Alola. Alola. The Alola region. A lot of sweeties in Alola. And we still got to figure out who our guys are. Yeah, and whether or not we're doing anything stupid or if we're relaxing and kicking back island style. Oh, surely we're going to do something stupid. <laughs> Joshua, this is Experience Shared's Pokemon podcast. It has been Ray Quasner and you've been Fioxis. I have. And we do invite you to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and do follow the show everywhere that you follow podcasts. And do follow us at expsharepod on Twitter and Instagram. And check out our subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, where if you tuned in last week, uh, our trainer of the season in X and Y, uh, Bugcatcher Johnny, crushed us mm-hmm. like the Spinarax we are. And mm-hmm. a winner will be announced shortly for this season. And we'll try to get our act together sooner so that we can get on the horn with that trainer and find out who owns the IP next. Yeah, well, we got to figure out who owns it currently. I think it's Johnny. I think it's Johnny right now, yeah. Yeah. So you can participate in Trainer of the Week at reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, and you can buy some merch at expsharemerch or expsharepod.com. Yes, and please do. That's it. I will see you all next week. And usarti dopo. All right. One final time. Smell you later. later.